America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Greetings, listeners. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you are now listening to The Royal Treatment. We're here every week to answer your health questions. And if you have a question, please feel free to email me at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D as in Daniel, Royal, R-O-Y-A-L like Royal Blue at Royal Medical Clinic, all one word, dot com. You can also call our facility, the Turtle Healing Men Clinic, at 702-562-1454. That's 702-562-1454. And yes, we're located here in Las Vegas. But we would like to thank our sponsors, one of which is the Turtle Healing Men Clinic. Turtle Healing Men Clinic is a facility where indigenous medicine is practiced. That is where we use natural products, protocols, and equipment to help bring about your health optimization and healing. The Turtle Healing Medical Clinic is under the jurisdiction of the Indian nation, specifically the Crow Tribe of Indians, for which we are grateful for their support. We'd also like to thank First Nation Medical Board, which is also under the jurisdiction of the Crow Tribe of Indians. The First Nation Medical Board is designed and created for the purpose of promoting, preserving, and protecting the practice of indigenous medicine throughout the entire United States. Why is that necessary? Well, if you've been following the news, you know that the Nevada State Board of Homeopathic Medical Examiners is about to go the way of the dodo. They have been in operation since 1983, and they're only one of two medical boards in the entire country that provide dual licensure for physicians who wish to practice or use medical alternatives in their uh, treatment of patients. The other state is Arizona. Now, they changed their homeopathic board to a complementary medical board, but if the Nevada State Board of Homeopathic Medical Examiners becomes dissolved and or moved to Health and Human Services, which essentially makes it non-functional, we will have only one state in the entire country where physicians can be dual licensed. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, we have two primary types of physicians. I'm talking about MDs and DOs, those who have prescription rights. We also have other types of doctors, such as naturopaths, chiropractors, acupuncturists, and even homeopaths. But we're talking about the two primary doctors who prescribed dangerous drugs, that's what they're called, under the supervision of the DEA, Drug Enforcement Administration. Even antibiotics are considered dangerous drugs. We don't use those in the practice of medical alternatives unless they are absolutely necessary. But if a physician, an MD or DO, wishes to use medical alternatives, which come under the... Uh, practice of indigenous medicine, if they wish to use that in their practice, they need some protection. Because if your MD or DO prescribes for you vitamin C, which is often given intravenously, sometimes in relatively high doses, somebody asked me the other day about how long I have been practicing alternative medicine. It goes back to when I was a teenager, when my father made the transition from conventional to alternative medicine. And at that time, we were taking as much as 10 grams of vitamin C. Now, when you take vitamin C, it's fairly ubiquitous. It's hard to make a vitamin C product that doesn't work because it all comes essentially from the same source. But we were taking up to 10 grams a day, which you can do. You may have to build up to a tolerance because 
if you start out taking that much, you're going to have loose bowels. Now, that's a direct effect. It's not a side effect because you can build a tolerance to it, just like you can build up a tolerance to niacin or B3 that gives you a flush. In fact, I used to take that in the past just for the flushing effect, but you'll find that the body develops a tolerance and you have to take more of it to get the same effect. You need to know that that is a common direct effect of niacin or B3 because I've had patients go to the emergency room thinking that they were having some type of allergic reaction. Not so. But we were taking, when I was a teenager, 10 grams of vitamin C because Linus Pauling, the Nobel Chemistry Prize winner, was doing that. And if he was doing it and it was good enough for him, it was good enough for us. The point I'm trying to make is if a physician uses something like vitamin C IV for his patients, regardless of whether there is any harm done whatsoever, he is at risk of losing his license. Why? Because that, my friends, is not the practice of conventional medicine. If you have the flu, you get a vaccination because, well, modern medicine, frankly, has nothing for the flu. And if you remember last week when we talked about the top five diseases that have been reported for the first quarter of 2019 here in Clark County, where I live and practice medicine, the flu was up there in the top five conditions for which medicine actually has no treatment. The first two were sexually transmitted diseases, followed by the flu, for which medicine has no treatment, a viral condition, followed by respiratory syncytial virus, which is something that the children contract, a bronchial-type illness, also viral, for which medicine has nothing to treat, and hepatitis C, again, another viral condition for which medicine has nothing to treat. There are things that can be done. There are things that can be done through natural alternatives or indigenous medicine, but not through conventional medicine or drugs in terms of addressing and eliminating the virus. So we need alternative practitioners. But if they're going to do so safely, they need to be dual licensed. And that, my friends, is where the First Nation Medical Board can be of assistance. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You are listening to the Royal Treatment. And when we come back from the break, we're going to be reviewing obituaries, people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had just this last week, locally and internationally. Stay right with us. Targeting cancer cells with DMSO reduces the need for full-dose chemotherapy by up to 90% because DMSO targets cancer cells, not healthy cells. Research demonstrates that DMSO, also known as dimethyl sulfoxide, has an affinity for cancer cells, which also allows DMSO to enter them even when DMSO is carrying chemo drugs. Could low-dose chemo with DMSO be the answer you've been searching for? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702 1454. When low-dose chemo is combined with DMSO or insulin, it's called potentiation therapy. This is because the cancer-killing power they create together is much greater than when they're administered separately. Are you a cancer patient who wants more than disease management? Could low-dose chemo help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for low-dose chemo. That's 702-562-1454. Hi, I'm Hector Larson, and this is my point of view. As a student aspiring to become an attorney, one of the main issues I find in the current justice system is the inconceivable amount of inmates in prison for drug crimes. Over 1.6 million people were incarcerated in 2017 for drug law violations. Over 1.3 million of them were for possession alone. Although it may be more than justified to imprison somebody for drug distribution or trafficking them over the border as they perpetrate many of the drug issues in the US, to go to prison for simply having a joint on you is absurd. We spend 47 plus billion dollars on the drug epidemic annually. If we were to stop possession arrests, it would only be 6.9 billion dollars. We cannot soundly put these people into cells next to seasoned criminals as they are not even in the same realm of disobedience. This is not only absurd, but may cause a higher probability of them becoming true criminals themselves. This has been Hector Larson's point of view. Take care. 
Hi everybody, this is Sharon Oren and I'm here for Coffee with Sharon, the newest, hottest radio show at Northern Nevada. So why don't you join me on Thursday, 5 to 6, on my new weekly show when we're going to have everybody that is somebody and everybody that you didn't know was somebody joining me over here for a Coffee with Sharon, talking about Northern Nevada, our local politics, and what's happening in our little state. So tune in Thursday, 5 p.m. I'll be here, will you? Brought to you in part by Michael's Reno Power Sports. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions, don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus broadcast station. The power of radio since 1967. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. We are back to the show, my friends, and you are listening to The Royal Treatment. This is the second quarter of our show. We have four quarters. I say that because in between each quarter, we have some commercials, which are somewhat educational. They're not all that bad. And some of them are my commercials. So hopefully my goal for you in listening to our show today is that you will learn one new thing. Our purpose in being here is to empower you, the listeners, to make better informed healthcare decisions so that you can optimize your health and well-being and live a long, productive quality of life. And that's what we're going to be talking about now as we review obituaries. Now, we review the obituaries because life expectancy in the United States is declining. So we're looking at people who have not met their life expectancy. At least here in the U.S., the U.S. is declining in healthcare as well. I think we're down around 48 now. Getting worse, not better. In fact, the average life expectancy in the U.S. has been declining for the past three years, which is 2015, 16, 17. We're waiting for 2018, and when it comes in, we will have declined for four years in a row, setting a new record for the history of the United States, where life expectancy has actually declined and not improved. What is the average life expectancy in the United States for a woman? Well, it's about 81 years of age for a man, about 76, the average being about 78 and a half years of age. Now, of course, that doesn't take into account the total deaths that occur from some other sources, such as drugs and or medical misadventures, mistakes, uh, iatrogenic disease, however you want to define it. That accounts for about 250,000 deaths in this country every year. That's the third leading cause of death in this country. The first two leading causes, of course, are cancer and heart disease. Well, they're about equal. So heart disease still outranks cancer by a little bit. It's about 600,000 deaths per year. Cancer is close behind. But another statistic does not, does not show up when we look at the death statistics for the United States are the abortions that we perform every year. We perform an average of 1.26 million since 1973 of unborn American children who are killed, or I should say aborted, every year. And if, for example, in 2016, we took the total deaths and we also added abortions to the total deaths for the United States, abortions would account for 31.5% of all deaths in 2016. And then if you recalculated life expectancy in the U.S., when, by including that statistics, it would be about 54 years of age. So keep that in mind when we go through those who've died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had here locally. Now, we say locally, we're talking about Las Vegas and Reno areas and the state of Nevada. And then we'll look at international celebrities or notables. We have a 25-year-old man who died too early, obviously. A 29-year-old woman, a publicist who passed away unexpectedly from a tragic accident. We don't know what the accident was, but we do know that people die from motor vehicle accidents every day 
day. 47-year-old man who worked as a plumber died suddenly, and of course that usually means sudden death or heart attack. 50-year-old man who passed away after a long battle with MS or multiple sclerosis. A 51-year-old man, chief engineer stations casino, passed away. A 53-year-old woman died from her addictions. 54-year-old woman, a crap stealer and table game supervisor, passed away. 59-year-old woman who retired passed away. 63-year-old woman passed away unexpectedly. And a 66-year-old man who served in the United States Air Force died at home. Another 66-year-old man, a sign painter and muralist, passed away. A 70-year-old woman who worked as a nurse passed away from ALS. That's amyolid sclerosis, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. 70-year-old woman who worked for American Airlines passed away. A 71-year-old woman whose favorite hobby was shopping died from Alzheimer's disease. We have a 72-year-old man who worked for the Nevada Department of Transportation who died after a short illness. A 72-year-old woman who worked for the Clark County School District passed away from cancer. 72-year-old man who owned his own home health care business passed away. 73-year-old man who served the United States Air Force and worked as a physician passed away. We have a 74-year-old man, a police officer passed away. A 75-year-old man passed away. 77-year-old woman, a former police officer, passed away from Alzheimer's disease. Interestingly, I have an employee who has been taking an antidepressant for some years since her mother died. It's over 20 years. And when you look at the side effects from that antidepressant, it specifically says memory loss, which leads to dementia and Alzheimer's disease, as well as brain cancer. Please check the side effects on the medications that you are taking. They are not innocuous. We have a 78-year-old man who worked in security who passed away. And finally, an 81-year-old woman who worked as a cashier in the casino industry passed away from cancer. Now, we'd like to take a look at some of those who died around the world this past week, too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. But before we do so, we're going to take a short break. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. Remember, if you have a question, you can always email me at droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic.com. And if we use your question on the air, we will give you a free bottle of RBC Blend. That is a product that we use to increase the circulating stem cells in your blood. We use that as a preparation for an actual stem cell therapy we use in our clinic, uh, for which we filed a patent some years ago, and from which we can obtain a large number of what we call autologous stem cells, your natural stem cells, to treat all kinds of medical conditions. If you come by the clinic, we will give you the same RBC blend at 50% off. That is what we offer to you. You merely need to mention that you heard me on the radio show. That's RBC Blend. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you're listening to The Royal Treatment. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our discussion. Stay right with us. After forming all the organs and body components necessary for human life, stem cells disappear, right? No! Stem cells are present in all of us just waiting for an opportunity to regenerate organs, joints, ligaments, muscles, and other body tissues they originally formed. Dr. Dan Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help rejuvenate your body? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Your own naturally occurring stem cells are the ultimate anti-aging treatment. They can be used to improve facial appearance and hair growth, as well as for aches, pains, and other conditions. Could your own stem cells help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Find out by calling Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. Call Sarasic Dental because you're worth it. They can make your smile perfect. You're gonna love your new smile. Sarasic Dental for a perfect smile. Sarasic Dental has a $125 special that includes a cleaning, x-rays, a free Sonicare toothbrush, and a free cosmetic makeover consultation. Sarasic Dental for a perfect smile. Call 827-1113. 
Another Monday, another season. Out to lunch, Mondays at noon on 1180 KCKQ America Matters. Number one in Reno for community radio. I'm Deidre, your host. Do you have something interesting going on that you want to talk about? Speak up and be heard. I've had tax attorneys, bands, artists, fundraisers, authors, elks, doctors, lawyers, and Indian chiefs. Anyone interesting with something going on can come be on the show. Let the community know all about it. Do you have something interesting or a charitable event going on? Mondays at noon, out to lunch on America Matters. 1180 KCKQ, also streaming live and podcast at americamatters.us. That's also where you can contact me, Deidre, at americamatters.us. Or you can find me at the Elbow Room, Wednesday through Fridays, 2002 Victorian Avenue in Sparks. Call 358-6700. Out to lunch with Deidre, Mondays at noon. 1180 AM, KCKQ, America Matters, streaming live on americamatters.us. Number one in Reno Community Radio. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. To find out what's hot and happening, join Lady J for Smooth Jazz 2 Join me Saturdays, 10 to noon, here on America Matters. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. We are back to the show, and if you call the number that you just heard, 844-790-TALK or 844-790-8255, we will take your questions on the air. But as you heard in the program, you can also email me directly, and I will either answer them off the air, or perhaps on the air, or both. You can email me at droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic.com. Don't forget, if we use your question on the air, we send you a free bottle of RBC blend. That's a value of $100, shipping included. And if you come to the clinic and you simply want to purchase some with some instructions on how to take it to increase your circulating stem cells, we will make it available to you at 50% off the retail price simply by your mentioning you heard me on the radio. We would like to thank the Las Vegas community that is now joining us, along with the rest of our affiliates throughout the state of Nevada, through the Lotus Network. We're grateful to have you with us, and hopefully your time will be well spent in that we all learn something from each other, but most importantly, we learn at least one new thing from our show today. Now, before the break, you heard me talking about people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had locally in the northern and southern Nevada areas. We're going to look now at international celebrity notables who passed away this last week from diseases they shouldn't have had at too young of an age. First, we have Geronimo Bello, Argentine rugby player, died at 25 years of age from complications of quadriplegia. And I'm sure he didn't play rugby as a quadriplegic. Benham Savafi, Iranian pop music singer, died at 36 years of age due to complications from brain surgery. That is a medical mistake, as we talked about earlier, is the third leading cause of death in this country. We have Sprint, Dabwido, Nauruan politician and former president, who died at 46 years of age from throat cancer. Silver King, Mexican professional wrestler and actor, died at 51 years of age from a heart attack. Joel Virador, Filipino politician, died at 52 years of age from thyroid cancer. Burt Cooper, American boxer, died at 53 years of age from pancreatic cancer. Viktor Manikov, Russian cyclist and Olympic gold medalist in 1980, died at 58 years of age from surgery complications. That's another iatrogenic disease death. Sergei Dorenko, a Russian journalist and news presenter, died at 59 years of age from an aortic rupture. Now, if you have an aortic aneurysm and it ruptures, 
you only have a few minutes to live. That's an emergency, and most likely uh, you're not going to get to surgery in time for something like that. Malcolm Black, a New Zealand musician at 58 years of age from bowel cancer. Pedro Gamarro, Venezuelan boxer and silver medalist at the 1976 Summer Olympics. Summer Olympics died at 64 years of age from pancreatic cancer. Michael Vessing, German javelin thrower and European champion, 1978, died at 66 years of age from surgery complications. That's the third one. Sabur Nandi, Bangladeshi musician and playback singer, died at 66 years of age from multiple organ failure, probably due to shock. Alfredo Rubalcaba, a Spanish politician and chemistry professor, died at 67 years of age from a stroke. Robert Pear, American journalist with the New York Times, died at 69 years of age from a stroke. Seamus Close, a northern Irish politician, died at 71 years of age from liver cancer. Peggy Lipton, American actress and model, died at 72 years of age from colon cancer. Yogesh Devashar, Indian Bank Reserve director and chairman of Asia's, Asia, sorry, largest cigarette maker, died at 72 years of age from cancer. Albur Alanto, Filipino politician, lawyer, and businessman, died at 73 years of age from pneumonia. Clement Van Frankenstein, American actor, died at 74 years of age from hypoxia after being in a coma for 10 days. Vincente Imano, Filipino politician, died at 76 years of age from pneumonia. Freddie Starr, English comedian, died at 76 years of age from heart disease. And finally, Harold Letterman, American boxing judging analyst, died at 79 years of age from cancer. Remember, the average life expectancy, at least in this country, is 81 years of age for a woman and 78.5 years of age for a man. And we're looking at people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. Last week, we talked a little bit about natokinase. And again, you can pronounce it natokinase, natokinase, natokinase. It is an enzyme. And I'm not sure we did a complete justice. We talked about it in the fourth quarter of the show. And I just want to review a couple more things about it. It's a very interesting product. Of course, it was developed in Japan, and it comes from a soy product. But to get the natural source, it needs to come from fermented soy, not a GMO soy protein, as will also be sold out there. If you're looking to get the best results from the best products, please make sure that they are professional quality, but that they also meet natural standards, which would not include GMO soy proteins. So, for example, there is a study that confirmed some observation on natokinase's ability to lower blood pressure. It's a big problem in this country. I just had a patient in my office whose blood pressure and pulse were elevated. It works just as well in America as it does in uh, Asia. In a human study involving 79 patients with high blood pressure, researchers explained that natokinase lowered diastolic and systolic blood pressure levels in patients. Now, diastolic is the lower number, systolic is the higher number. Systolic is higher because that's when the heart is pumping, diastolic is lower because that's when the heart is resting. Curiously, men received more benefit than women, but in a woman, a significant risk factor stroke was reduced, called the von Willebrand factor. If you have hemophilia, you have a decreased ability to clot, and that's referred to as von Willebrand. Researchers wrote that this is an important discovery since previous studies conducted in Asia where different genetic, dietary, and lifestyle factors contribute to hypertension and potentially affect which treatment strategies may help reduce hypertension and associated biomarkers. Now, there are some other studies that were published that showed that natokinase, even a single dose, can help to dissolve a clot. That's called thrombolysis. And what I found was particularly interesting, it was as good as or better than TPA. TPA is what you get in the 
hospital emergency room when you have a clot or thrombus that needs to be dissolved fairly quickly and it needs to be given within a short period of time if it's going to be effective. That is a plasminogen activator. It is given intravenously. And guess what? It's expensive. Now, you can take a dose of natokinase and you can have some significant uh, results within five hours. Studies have shown that a blood uh, circulation was recanalized completely after five hours of an oral dose of natokinase administration. How much does TPA cost? Well, a typical dose may run about $6,400. How much does a dose of natokinase cost? Well, you may be looking at about 50 cents, depending on how much you're taking. It's your choice, but know that when you take a natural product, it has no side effects. I was just talking to a patient of mine who is overdosing on Zantac. You can get that over the counter now. It used to be a prescription item, and she takes it for her reflux. She gets reflux after eating. She gets reflux upon going to bed at night. That's a very simple solution, and you don't have to take a prescription drug, whether it's over-the-counter or not. We discourage that because prescription drugs have side effects. I already mentioned the side effect of one drug a employee might have been taking, which is known to cause loss of memory and even brain cancer. You'd be surprised at how many drugs actually cause cancer. In order to know if your drug is one of those, you need to check the prescribing information. This can be found in the physician's desk reference, but nowadays you can find most of that online as well. You check the side effects. Anyway, you can use a natural product. What is the natural product that you use for esophageal reflux? Well, you use bicarbonate, bicarbonate of soda, but you need a professional quality. At one patient who was taking baking soda, that used to be something that's done more commonly in the past, but that's also typically known to be contaminated with aluminum. So you need a professional quality product that has no contaminants, but it usually comes with minerals. So it's not just sodium bicarbonate, but it's bicarbonate with calcium, magnesium, potassium. You have to understand the physiology of your stomach and how things work. And this is what I explained to her. When you eat, the pH in your stomach goes from one to maybe seven because of the food now in the stomach. And it takes about 30 minutes for that pH to come back down to one for the digestive process to play out. Now, when the pH of your stomach returns to normal, the valves open and food will start to move from your stomach into the duodenum and small intestine where further digestion will take place. But that process of reopening the valve can cause reflux. The easy fix to that, if that is a problem for you, is to recycle your stomach. When you take a dose of bicarbonate, and we have a few different types, you can take it by capsules, you can take it by powder, you can take it by tablets. Interestingly, my patients like the tablets best. They come from a company in Germany, and the product is not coated. That means you can't swallow it. You have to dissolve it in your mouth or chew it. It takes about a minute if you do it with water or soda water. But the point is when you take bicarbonate in any of those forms, it will cause your stomach valves to close and recycle again for 30 minutes. And then usually everything will be fine. You can take a second dose if you need it, but in most cases that won't be necessary. It's one of those products I never travel anywhere in the world without. There's another product similar to that, a homeopathic product called Upset Stomach that is taken under your tongue. Now, it doesn't close your stomach valves, but it does help to neutralize the symptoms of abdominal bloating, indigestion, and reflux, homeopathically or energetically. And you could take that every 5 to 15 minutes until you feel better. That's a typical standard recommendation for a homeopathic and acute situation. But it works by a different methodology. And can you take them together? Well, yes. Frankly, you can. Absolutely. Why not use things in combination? We're big believers of using things in combination. We call that synergy. Use the synergistic effect in this case of a bicarbonate. We call it NEMA base. 
from Macropharma in Germany, along with upset stomach from Highlands. The upset stomach is a combination of two homeopathics. The first one is Nux vomica that is uh, made from the poison nut or strychnine. And the other is made from charcoal. Those two in combination work fantastic for addressing all of your digestive issues. There are many things that we can talk about, but we want to move on. One of the things I want to bring to your attention is that not only in America are things getting worse, we talked about the life expectancy that is decreasing, but other countries are experiencing some issues as well. I want to share with you some information that I recently came across, one of the newsletters I subscribe to. When I graduated from college, I graduated with a bachelor's in biology. And I've always had an interest in that. And this particular newsletter is designed to address the dogma, the falsehoods in biology that have been propagated over the years. And so this provides, I suppose you would say, the alternative view of biology. But here's what it says. The recent trend in most countries has been for a progressive reduction in sperm quality, even in younger men. Multiple studies over the past 15 years have reported medium sperm concentrations going down for the mean age of 18 to 21 years of age. In effect, there is a premature aging or atrophy of this seminiferous tissue. Things that cause tissue atrophy are likely to also cause cancer. So it isn't surprising that the rate of testicular cancer is increasing. Forecasts predict that the incidence of testicular cancer will increase by 25% in Europe by the year 2025. Think about that. A recent report from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention indicates that between 2014 and 2015, age-adjusted death rates in the United States increased for eight of ten leading causes of death, including cardiovascular disease rates, which is the number one cause of death in this country, getting worse, not better. A study of the incidence of cancer in England between 1976 and 1997 in young people between the ages of 15 and 25 found that the incident increased by an average 1.5% per year during that period. Significant increases were seen in non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, astrocytoma, germ cell tumors, melanoma, and carcinoma of the thyroid and ovary. In the U.S., metastatic breast cancer in 25 to 39-year-old women increased from 1.53 per 100,000, 2.90, almost a two-fold increase. Since these women seldom have mammograms, and since there is no tendency to overdiagnose metastatic cancer, that was a real increase. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. And we are discussing some things that I hope are of interest to you. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on these matters. We'll take a short break, but please stay right with us. Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or insulin-potentiated therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. Hi, this is Ken Roberts, the host of Ken's Bulls and Bears Report. If you own real estate, paper, and other assets, congratulations. Now, you need protection. We live in a litigious society. Those with assets are sued all the time. 
Are you next? Protect your assets with solid asset protection strategies. Contact my friend Garrett Sutton and the Sutton Law Center. Garrett and his team provide affordable asset protection services with strong LLC and corporate formations in all 50 states. Better yet, they help maintain your entity on an ongoing basis so you're protected into the future. Garrett has written the bestsellers Start Your Own Corporation and Loopholes of Real Estate, among others, in the Rich Dad Advisor series. He knows asset protection. Visit his website at sutlaw.com. That's S-U-T law.com or call 800-700-1430. Sutton Law Center can help you protect your hard-earned assets. Call 800-700-1430 today or visit sutlaw.com. Protect your assets now at sutlaw.com. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. Dragonfly Bath and Body Products are made with all natural ingredients right on the premises. Develop your own distinctive essential oil body spray at the Fragrance Bar. Catch the Dragonfly Bath and Body Experience at 728 South Virginia and dragonflybath.com. Midtown Reno. Experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. Art, Dogs, and Grace. There is no other place since 1991, man. Art, Dogs, and Grace. Awesome American-made glass and veterans discount. Art, Dogs, and Grace on Vassar, west of Wells. Midtown Reno. Experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. We are back. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and thank you for staying with us. We are now entering the fourth quarter of our show. And before the break, we were talking about how the quality of our health has been decreasing progressively, not only here, but in other countries as well. Here's a little more on that subject. Cancers of the tongue and tonsil in young people have been increasing in recent Decades. A new epidemic among young people is inflammatory bowel disease. Suicides among teenagers have increased. Now, to that, I might say the first question I always ask when somebody has committed suicide or actually when they've gone on a homicidal rage is what medicine were they taking? Why do I ask this question? Well, people who have emotional issues are often taking antidepressants. And what can antidepressants do? They can make you worse. They can make you suicidal. They can make you homicidal. Recreational drugs don't do that. I mean, you can't get depressed enough drinking alcohol where you might no longer be in control of your senses and do something uh, that would cause you to take your own life. But certainly it happens with prescription drugs. It's right on the side effect indications if you read your physician's desk reference or look Look it up online. In other words, it's a two-edged sword. It could make you better, and that could be temporary, and there could be a trade-off for that. You could be taking antidepressant and gain 40 pounds in the process. As a woman, a friend of my wife, who's complained about the antidepressant that she had been put on, and which I have seen in my practice many times with my own patients, or it could make you worse and cause you to be destructive to yourself or others. Well, inflammation is involved in the chronic degenerative conditions, especially atrophy and cancer and even depression. There are some tests you can get to see if your inflammatory markers are elevated. I recently did some tests on one of my patients, and sometimes we find that they're completely normal. This is a patient who's been told that she has osteoarthritis, but she has no inflammatory markers. What does that mean? Well, it means that she doesn't have an autoimmune condition where her body is attacking itself, for which there are many different types of arthritis. It means that she has a degenerative type of condition uh, for which there has been wear and tear. But another patient of mine who has a hip issue was recently found to have an elevated sed rate that does go along with an inflammatory condition of the joint. 
Now, that's one type of inflammatory marker. The other you can get is a rheumatoid factor. And the third is the C-reactive protein, which, interestingly enough, has been found to have a strong correlation to heart disease. Great trivia question, if you knew the answer to that one. Now, the C-reactive protein is a general inflammatory marker. It can also be elevated where there is some destruction going on from diabetes, certainly from infection. If you have an active infection, your, your CRP, your C-reactive protein, will be highly elevated. But the good news is you can use that as a marker to monitor a person's response to treatment. We find that patients respond very well in some cases to natural supplements, such as an elevated homocysteine level, which is also associated with heart disease. What does homocysteine respond to? Well, it responds to a B vitamin. It may be related to a B vitamin deficiency. That B vitamin might be B3 or niacin, B6 or pyridoxine, or B12, hydroxycobalamin. These are all available in natural supplementation. There's only one form, however, of sublingual B12 that we recommend. It's a uh, methylcobalamin that we get a, as a professional product from one of our suppliers. Otherwise, that's best obtained by injection. And those injections can be given intramuscular or sub-Q. It can be done in the office or at home. I'm a big believer in doing things that are not only simple, but that can potentially be done by the patients themselves at home. And to that end, we recently sent out an email to our subscribers. And if you would like to subscribe to our email, please send me your email at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. D is in Daniel, royal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. Here's what the email said. Three Turtle Healing Band Clinic cancer patients recently completed a series of 20 photon protocol treatments, a combination of the photon sound beam and pulsing electromagnetic field designed to increase millivolt concentration of the cells. Now, these cancer patients uh, included prostate, lung, and one patient we thought had brain cancer. That was actually last summer. He was diagnosed with normal hydrocephalus or increased fluid in the brain. We weren't really sure what was going on. He was recommended for a surgery to put a shunt from his brain into his chest cavity, which he did not want to have, and frankly, which he ultimately did not need because we were able to eliminate that. Nevertheless, he had markers that were elevated and needed to be addressed. I'm talking about uh, cancer markers. And here's what the test showed in these three patients. After receiving 20 treatments, a combination treatments, remember we're big believers in synergy, so we're combining one treatment that uses a plasma field, whereby the patient receives increased oxygen in the form of ozone and energy in the form of photons into their body through their skin. If you can believe it or not, it will penetrate that way. You don't need to have it done intravenously. It can be done through the skin, cutaneously. And it was combined with the pulsing electromagnetic field, which helps to energize the cells. We need to have a certain millivolt concentration to be optimally well. It should be 70 or higher. When it drops down below 60, we begin to have disease. When it's down around 20, we have cancer. The problem uh, with these products are most of the, pro the equipment out there are total fakes and frauds. I work with people who have the genuine articles, who have tested these other products, and can tell you that they simply do not work. Some of them are more expensive, even twice the cost of what these products are sold for and can be used for home use. But that's another story. If you're looking for a product such as this, uh, be sure and get the product that we recommend, the professional product that we have found to work. So here's what the test showed in these three patients. The cancer FTEG, or FAST antibody, decreased 100% to normal, and the STEG, or slow antibody, decreased an additional 33% towards normal. In other words, the STEG was already normal, and it decreased even further. The interesting thing about this particular test is it was developed about 40 years ago, and it's only produced by one lab in the United States, Oncolab, in Boston, Massachusetts, developed by the researcher Samuel Bogosh. And people are realizing more and more the value of cancer antibodies. In other words, if your body is making antibodies against cancer, cancer must be present or the body is recognizing it, trying to do something 
about it. What's interesting about this particular test is that it can be predictive up to one and a half years or 18 months in advance. You don't have to wait until the pathology hits and it's now diagnosable by palpitation, by x-ray. We can diagnose it while it's still in the early stages, not even stage one, pre-stage one. The other test that we looked at in these three cancer patients was Nagalase. The Nagalase enzyme decreased an average of 74% toward normal. That's the average improvement towards normal. What is Nagalase? It's an enzyme that is produced by viruses and by cancers, like a smoke screen to prevent your immune system from recognizing and eliminating them. Again, there's only one lab in the entire country that tests for Nagalase. That is the Health Research Diagnostic Institute in New Jersey. But it's a valuable tool that we can use as a marker for assessing the progress of our patients. Now, there's something else we look at with this cancer antibody. We look at the difference between the two antibodies, between the fast and the slow antibody. And if it's elevated, then we may need more treatment. The good news is they are on the right track. They are progressing towards normal. And two of the patients are undergoing another series of treatments just to make sure that the best outcome occurs, whereas the third patient needs no further treatment because all of his markers are completely normal. If you're interested in finding out more about either of these equipment, the, well, photon sound beam or the pulsing electromagnetic field, you can email me and I will send you a free handout on them. If you would like to find out more about the test that we used to monitor the progress of these patients, I'm talking about the AMAS test, anti-malignant serum antibody test, and the Nagalis test. Again, you can email me and I will send you information. It is free. We also give free uh, price quotes if you call us on how much these cost for home use. The reason we make them available for home use is, for example, let's say that you pay uh, for IPT, insulin potentiation therapy. I know one physician who will treat patients using low-dose chemotherapy in combination with insulin and charge them as much as $45,000 for three weeks worth of treatment. If you're looking to do something as simple, such as the photon protocol, which is more involved than just the piece of equipment, there are some minerals that go along with that that we use that the body if done properly, used in combination with the right uh, equipment that includes a radio frequency uh, generator that will convert them to enzymes, you can have optimal results because the body will convert those minerals to enzymes. That is the research that was done through someone I've had on this program before, Chu Ott, a PhD who worked on the tutelage of Linus Pauling. And that was what they theorized, that a certain frequency was necessary to make that conversion, and they found it, 432 hertz. Now, the Nazis changed that later to 440, and all the music today is 2 to 440, which makes you more left brain, whereas the old Renaissance music was 2 to 432, which made you more right brain, more imaginative, creative, and harder to control, whereas left brain makes you more rigid, more compliant, and uh, easier to, to control. Well, I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You've been listening to The World Treatment. Hopefully you've learned one new thing. And we'll be back again next week to talk about how we can optimize our health and well-being. Until then, my friends, you be well.